Now we got to get working. Now let's go. Hey, first. Live from the AM 1300 The Zone Studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Friday Night Countdown. Everything high school football in Central Texas. Let's get to it. Here's your host from Texas Sports Monthly, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome to the Friday Night Countdown. As we uh, get ready for some high school playoff football, games will be starting off later this evening. And then some big ones in the regionals uh, here kicking off, uh, and many of them televised, Steve, on uh, broadcast uh, television and radio all over the state of Texas. Uh, but uh, we are here wrapping the things up. We've uh, This is our second to the final league. Next week's the state championships. I can't believe it's already here, man. I can't believe it. This is just... Uh... I can't believe it's already here, man. Yeah, no. Just uh, unbelievable. Season went by so fast. I- I'm not ready for it to end. <laughs> I don't want it to end. No, but we've got some football to play still tonight and this weekend. Uh, tonight's game, uh, Liberty Hill. Liberty Hill is playing Carthage in a big game up at Cyprus. So uh, that's the big game tonight uh, and for tomorrow. We got uh, Westlake going against Beaumont, Westbrook, and Katy, and Lake Travis versus Galena Park North Shore at NRG Stadium, home of the Houston Texans. Yes, and uh, we're going to go to Carl here in just a few minutes. Carl has got the call um, on the LSN Sports Network uh, with that um, Lake Travis game and uh, the North Shore get broadcast. So uh, we'll talk to him in just a few minutes. But let's just kind of jump in here and, and announce what games are coming up and when. And we, you did say Liberty Hills got Carthage. That's Carthage is fourteen and zero. Not uh, only they're fourteen and zero, they are on a forty game win streak, longest <laughs> current win streak in the state of Texas, gunning for their third state title right now. So. Coach, Coach Davis got to have his hands full out there. Yeah, they're going up. Liberty Hill's going up against a juggernaut. You know, this is this is a really really tough team. Carthage uh, alma mater of Keontae Ingram, uh, as us Texas fans here in Austin know. Uh, people were wondering if they were still going to be the same team when they lost. I mean, they lost a big senior class last year, but they've just kept on punching. Man, they're just as strong. Well, we're lucky we have uh, some teams to still. You may talk about from Central Texas after last weekend's exciting games. Judson losing to Lake Travis. Westlake winning, uh, shutting out uh, their game, and then uh, Liberty Hill moving on. So all three Austin teams from last week uh, still alive in the in the hunt this week, and uh, should be for some more more drama. Yes, but it's only going to get tougher, man. It's only going to get tougher. Lake Travis, I mean, they beat Judson, who was a monster. They got even a bigger monster this week with North Shore. I was thinking it's like, uh, do you watch uh, Stranger Things? Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, Converse <laughs> Judson was like the Demogorgon. North Shore is the Shadow Monster, you know? Like, Well, speaking of Shadow Monster, let's uh, let's go to uh, – let's bring in Carl from do it. from the broadcast. Absolutely. Um, from the Texas Coaches Associate, High School Coaches Associate, let's bring in Carl Thies. So welcome to the show, Carl. How are you, sir? Thank you, guys. Great to join you as always. Well, we were uh, just talking about the monster game. It just seemed like these two teams, Carl, were headed towards one another as the brackets just broke down. You know, uh, that North Shore team and Lake Travis uh, finally meeting here in the uh, semifinal. Um, your take on this game? I, I think the biggest uh, biggest surprise for me this week, I've got to watch tape on Lake Travis and just just to know how much they've improved. North Shore's improved this year. They haven't improved as much as Lake Travis. The difference 
from week two and week three to week 15 is substantial. Uh, Hudson Card, the line is really playing a lot better. They didn't look like the same team from early in the year. And uh, uh, just going to be a great day. You know, you're talking about that Carthage team. That's Lake Travis with all those. They've run out of fingers to put rings on. There's a reason. It's uh, And what Coach Hank Carter does with those kids, it's very special. They don't. They don't, they've got a lot of Division One players, but they don't have as many as what North Shore has. But uh, the other thing they don't have is, is they don't have the team team defensive speed that North Shore has. But the 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 coaching staff that Hank has over there and what they do with those kids, it's amazing just what I watched this week of how much they've improved. Uh, Carl, this is Steven. First of all, thank you for coming on the show again. Uh, second of all, the other big Austin area team playing tomorrow, uh, Westlake, going against Beaumont Rest Book. No secret, the Shaps are dealing with a lot of injuries. How do you feel about their chances tomorrow, considering how banged up they are on the opposite side of the ball? Well, you, you say banged up. I, didn't, I hadn't realized until t- talking to some of the folks from Westlake this week how, how banged up they were and how many key players. Uh, what what Coach Dodge has done with the Band-Aids and, and getting everybody to just to, to buy in, next man up, is just incredible. They uh, There's not been anybody in recent time that's had as many significant injuries as what what uh, West Westlake's had this year. I, I, they're hard to count out. I mean, that, that that's another staff that does a great job. I, I actually uh, Westbrook has played extremely well in every game except for North Shore, and they played North Shore in district play, and that was a game that North Shore won fifty-five to seven, and just uh, it was twenty-one to nothing so quick, and just took them out of the game. Uh, they took they took the McGrew, the running back. He was just very normal in the playoffs. He's been averaging about 200 per game, so it's uh, it'll be interesting. I, I, you know, that that to me, both those games are toss-ups. They're both both of those Austin teams are playing so much, you know, so much better now than what they were earlier. Yeah, they really both are, and I'm just uh, really excited to see what these guys are going to do. What do you think on the other side, Carl, of the Longview uh, game with? Uh, Amarillo Tuscosa. Yeah, Tuscosa. What do you think of this matchup? These teams uh, uh, kind of evenly balanced. Maybe uh, maybe a slight edge to that Longview team because uh, you know they knocked out Vandegrift. Two two things. They they are uh, Longview's just they're used to going five rounds and going deep in the playoffs, and they're they're just like North Shore, just like Duncanville, just like Allen, just loaded with D one players. And just look at any uh, top top 300 in Texas, top 500 in Texas, and look how many kids they have. I mean, it's uh, uh, Amarillo has a few, but they don't have near the athletes that Longview has. And Longview, you know, they they just you know the, they've been on a roll, and they haven't been turning it over. In years past, that's been the that's what's bit them in the past. They they'll turn it over and then you know have three turnovers in a game and get beat by one touchdown, that type of deal in the in the playoffs. But I, I think they, they shut out a Westville team that was extremely uh, very athletic and just shut them out fourteen to nothing. And it, it's uh, I wouldn't bet against them. They, they're they're just really a good ball club. But talking about uh, Amarillo Tuscosa though, uh, Amarillo uh, Tuscosa trying to bring the city of Amarillo their first state title since nineteen forty. Um, I believe this is Tuscosa's first trip to the state semi since the nineties. Um, how cool is it to see the teams that, that don't normally get this far from the communities that aren't exactly used to this kind of success get to this stage? Uh, I personally really enjoy that. Oh, it's just like we talked about in weeks past about uh, you know the success of those Valley teams. Yeah. You know, 
anytime you break through like that, it's it's great. I, I mean, I think it, it's cool that they're playing in, in the state semifinals because it's not the norm. I mean, in the 1940s, that, we had leather helmets then, did we? I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time since Amarillo's been there, and it's good for them, and it's uh, – they're going to get to come down to AT&T. If they can beat Longview, they get to play another week at AT&T next week. So Tascosa is a team that's not used to getting this far. Uh, we talked about one 6-8 division one semifinal, Lake Travis and Lee Park North Shore. The other one is uh, Duncanville and Allen, two teams you just mentioned as teams that are, that are used, to, used to reaching the stage. They expect to be here. Um, how do you feel about that matchup? I, I, I'm going to shock everybody. I think Duncanville is going to win the game. Oh! You know, I, oh, right really on. Good. And uh, it's uh, athletes, athletes, athletes. And, you know, if Duncanville makes a bunch of mistakes, Allen will embarrass them. I mean, that's just the way it'll go. Uh, Allen's got, you know, the numbers on them. But uh, Duncanville's been on a roll. What they did to South Lake Carroll, uh, South Lake Carroll doesn't get beat 51-7 to very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Allen pulled off a 51-7 win two last week, which is very random. And then, you know, North Shore and Lake Travis also both won their games 38-21 to reach the semifinals. That, that, that's just the most random thing ever. Um, as far as Allen, you know, I, I'm not sure. I, I was reading, uh, you know, Allen is just so many students there, 6,800 students. Uh, how much of an advantage do you think that gives them? And how do you feel about that in general? Actually, I started reading, uh, uh, I think Corbett Smith uh, started a three-part series on Allen's school size and how it has to do with their athletics and everything. What, I mean, it, it's kind of seems like a divisive topic in some ways in Texas high school football circles. What are your thoughts on Allen? Just how giant the school is and the advantages that gives them on the football field. I, I think it's uh, obviously a big advantage for them, but I, I think after you get 4,000 students in one single high school, if you get good coaching, you, you it's a diminishing return. If you get 4,000 students and you get a school that's that big, you're going to have so many great players. You're not going to have to play both kids both ways. That means you have 250 freshmen coming out for football every year. It, there's just a lot to, to be said. What happens is where where it really is a benefit, whenever you have a school that's that big, usually you have a lot of very, very talented substitutes. And you, you get to sm- smaller schools, 4A and 5A schools. A lot of times if you lose a five-star player or whatever, you're plugging in somebody that's not even, you know, wasn't even going to be a starter on varsity. And, you know, you've got guys on Allen's team that are being recruited very heavily, and they're not even starting. They're underclassmen. Uh, North Shore has that same thing going, too. They've got some underclassmen that aren't even in the starting lineup yet. Uh, when you have those big schools, I don't think it's a big advantage. If you get to about 4,000, you have diminishing returns. You have 8,000. You've got 250 kids, and you have those kids for four years. You put them through the weight training and work with them every day. They're going to be uh, they're going to be a great club. And and you know what what Gamble and what that staff does at Allen, they're they're not going to tolerate a lot of nonsense from the kids. The kids are no no nonsense. They work hard. And the the colleges really like to recruit kids like that because they've been in a college type environment uh, with a bunch of kids shooting for, for shooting for positions on on a daily and weekly basis. Right on. Well, listen, what do you think about, let's jump down onto this 5A level here. Um, Bobby Stotzenberger, who was on last week from Texas Sports Radio Network, uh, broadcasting the Wagner-Shadow Creek game tomorrow. Uh, What are your thoughts on this game uh, that Bobby's covering? And uh, Yeah, just just here, what's your comments on that San Antonio ratchup down there? 
seen Wagner. Wagner's one that's sort of been a surprise for me. Nobody from San Antonio is talking him up much till last week. Uh, they, so they sort of shocked me because they keep winning and playing well, not turning the ball over and playing better. I've actually talked to Bobby, talked about it a couple of times this week, mm-hmm. just just how they're they're doing better. It, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Shadow Creek. They had a star player that was shot and killed this week, and yeah. how they're going to how they're going to rally. That was a very strange deal because it was a relative that killed uh, the nephew. And it's a starter that was being recruited. So it'll be interesting to see how Shadow Creek, that's an undefeated Shadow Creek, in their first year of varsity existence, playing in the state semifinals. Uh, most people, because of the athleticism, all those kids would have been going to Manville High School before the split. Alvin ISD has three high schools, and, and Shadow Creek is the newest one. Okay. And just great, crazy athletic. But I, I'm anxious to see how they recover from... You know, anytime you have something like that happen, uh, it, it's it's just very traumatic for the team. Well, on the other side of that bracket, five A Division One Championship bracket, you've got Denton Ryan at fourteen and zero taking on the always impressive Highland Park at fourteen and zero as well. So, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Highland Park and uh, Denton Ryan? Highland Park may be on borrowed time after what what uh, Chandler Morris did in the fourth quarter last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to to get almost 300 yards passing in the fourth quarter and rally them from 28 from behind is just unbelievable. I, I know uh, Chad Morris's dad, the head coach at Arkansas, is proud of that young man for sure. Uh, you know, they had Jerry Jones's grandson mm-hmm. take him to the state finals the last two years and. Uh, uh, now, now Chandler Morris is—they're not missing a beat with him. Uh, I don't want to say they're on borrowed time, but after winning from behind like they did against uh, Tyler John Titer last week, Cujo, Cujo didn't know what hit him in the fourth quarter. Well, every one of these teams left, Steve. They're all just power. Oh, it's all dogs at this point <laughs> in the playoffs. Uh, one last Austin team. I got to make sure we get to Liberty Hill playing against Carthage. Carthage running a riding a forty game win streak. They're going for their third straight state championship. How do you feel about Liberty Hill's chances in this game tonight? Well, because of Liberty Hill's offense running that wing tee and doing it as well as they have, they'll give. Even though Carthage has won all these state championships and done forty straight. They're going to have a fight because it's just like playing those uh, military academies, playing Navy, playing Georgia Tech, playing teams that, that there's just not a lot of those teams that you're going to see. They're hard to prepare for in a week. Uh, you know, Carthage is just so talented, such a good system. Uh, the only thing Carthage has, you know, that, that uh, probably have a little bit better athletes than Liberty Hill. But Liberty Hill, just because of that, to turn it over, that that's going to be a great ball game. They'll they'll grind the clock out. The game the game will end very quickly. It's not going to be one of those. You know, neither one of those teams are going to throw it a bunch, and they just they just line up and run it down your throat. Oh yeah, Key is going to be holding out the ball. Liberty Hill actually had four fumbles last week. Luckily, only lost one of them. So yeah. uh, <laughs> don't think they can get away with that again this week. Yeah, I listened yeah, to that great, game. Great. Yeah, great point. If they turn it over, they won't have a chance against Carthage. That's how Carthage has won a lot of ball games. The defense plays well, and they play takeaway. And it's always, uh, you know, they get those turnovers, they're going to win those games. Well, thanks for calling in, Carl. I'll touch base with you probably tomorrow before your game. And uh, as always, thanks for calling in this week, and enjoy the football games this weekend. Glad to do it, guys. Y'all keep up the good work. And uh, make sure you get all your questions done this week. 
You bet you sound yes, good. We will, man. Thank you so much, buddy. All right, there he goes. That's Carl Thies from the Texas High School Coaches Association. He's got the call on that game tomorrow on LSN Sports. We'll be right back with the Coach's Corner with Coach Dodge after this on the Friday Night Countdown, AM 1300, The Zone. Texas Sports Monthly is available in Austin at over 400 locations around town. With player profiles, coaches' interviews, color action photos, in-depth coverage of high school, college, football, and the NFL. The largest free sports publication in Austin, Texas Sports Monthly, gives you a closer look at the sports in Central Texas. While football is the main attraction on the menu this season, there's also coverage of local soccer, Texas volleyball, MMA, Austin Spurs basketball, baseball, water and motorsports, and action in the Big 12. Available at all Little Woodrow's, Twin Peaks, Third Base, Dirty Martin Burgers, Randall's Grocery, HEB, and most Thundercloud subs. Can't find a magazine? Read online at TexasSportsMonthly.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All sports, all Texas, all month. That's Texas Sports Monthly. Austin Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Dr. Kelso is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in arthroscopic surgery, knees, and shoulders. He will keep you active and in the game. Book your appointment today. Call 512-339-0440. Getaway. Whatever it is that brings you into Southwest Colorado, let Eric Rourke coach you into the right property. A proud member of the Texas High School Coaches Association, he's a proud Texan coaching Texans to their new Colorado dream home, specializing in real estate needs that include residential, commercial, ranch, and resort properties, accommodating your outdoor lifestyle experience, whether it's biking, hiking, golf, fishing, or skiing. Whether it's your summer house or your new dream house, Visit ericrourke.com. Wells Branch Remodeling is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Wells Branch Remodeling is known for quality bathrooms, kitchen, and bathroom makeovers, painting, flooring, windows, decks, and fencing work. You dream it, we make it come true. Locally owned and operated. Call for a free quote today. That's Wells Branch Remodeling, 512-662-2194 or online at wellsbranchremodeling.com. The Friday Night Countdown is sponsored by Absolute Propane, offering cylinder filling station, propane cylinder transportation, storage, and use. Absolute honesty, absolute integrity, absolute passion, absolute propane in all that we do. That's Absolute Propane. Visit online at absolutepropane.com. The Coach's Corner. You're learn today. Sponsored by Texas Sports Monthly. Hey, y'all. This is Stephen Ryan. I got Todd Dodge of Westlake with me this week. Coach, every coach preaches the next man up philosophy, but few are able to pull it off when the injury bug hits. How do you feel this team has responded to its recent rash of injuries on offense? Uh, outstanding. I mean, this is what you have to do. And I told them a long time ago, even before we started the playoff, that if we're fortunate enough to get to this this round anywhere in the state, an unhealthy football team will win a state championship. And so, you know, we don't wait until adversity hits. We talk about it before it hits. We say, how are we going to react to it? And so, you know, we feel terrible for our teammates, you know, but uh, things don't stop. And uh, throughout, we've got, you know, Rep Kelly, that running back has stepped up big time. Um, obviously, John Erline at center. You know, we lost a, a guy who had started 38 games at center. Our quarterback, Taylor Anderson, 34-game starter. You know, now Kirkland Michaud and Drew Willoughby step in. So, uh, really proud. I think we've handled it well uh, so far. 
Coach, one position group that I think has gone overlooked most of the years, the wide receivers, Mason Mangum, Penny Baker, Jackson Coker, have all played phenomenal. Coker had like a 38-yard touchdown triple coverage last week. Um, how impressed have you been with the pass catchers this year, and how important will be going forward, especially since they're your only position group on offense that's fully healthy? Right. Well, we knew going into this season that this, this receiver core would ultimately be a strength of our team, and they are. Uh, we've got playmakers all over the field, Penny, you know, is an outstanding route runner. Uh, Mangum, you know, is you know our deep threat guy, and then Coker is kind of a little jack of all trades. You know, he uh, and, and been playing as the playoffs have come. You really see the production of Jackson Coker step up, um, and then you got Luke Nicholas out there at the X, a sophomore, and he's done a really good job also. Uh, so, you know, really proud of those kids. They know that you know this week they have to prepare that. Uh, you know, that Beaumont Westbrook may just jump right down on us and play man coverage. And, uh, you know, that's that's what you dream about as a wide receiver is that, that challenge. Last question. Uh, big opponent this week in Beaumont Westbrook. What stands out from watching the Bruins on tape and how do you feel about that matchup? Well, very athletic. And I knew that when I put the tape on that that's what it would be. I grew up down in the uh, Golden Triangle area, Port Arthur, Texas. And so I know what kind of athletes have always come out of Beaumont. So it didn't surprise me <clears throat> offensively there. Uh, a lot of weapons it starts with their quarterback, number nine, uh, outstanding dual threat guy. Defensively, starts with their free safety, number one, Hawkins, uh, outstanding player. They just got athletes all over the field, a lot of team speed. Coach, that's all we got. Thanks for your time and good luck this weekend. The Coach's Corner, sponsored by Texas Sports Monthly. Let's get back to the AM1300 The Zone Studios and your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Friday Night Countdown. Good stuff there with Coach Dodge of Westlake. Um, getting ready for a good one uh, that you guys are going to be covering. Uh, you and, and Pat got that got that game on uh, for Texas Sports Monthly uh, tomorrow. Yes, sir. Heading to Katy. Going to check out Legacy Stadium, uh, the new stadium, the new home of, of the Katy Tigers and some of those other schools. I think it's their sec- second year of existence for that stadium. It's got two decks. Nice. It's not like Allen, where it goes all the way around necessarily. Not that crazy, but mm-hmm. still, it's uh, it's going to be. I'm, I'm excited. Very modern stadium, yeah, indeed. So. Um, but yeah, they get Beaumont Westbrook from the Golden Triangle area, which is where Coach Dodge is from. Also, where my dad is from. My dad. My dad uh, too. Where's your? My or- dad was born in Orange. How how do we not what? Where was your dad born? Orange. Are you serious? What? <laughs> a small world, dude. I, I had no how, idea. How did this not come up until uh, that? That's the thing I'm shocked about. Is this didn't come up until episode no, 15. No, I don't know. That's um, a, that's uh, something else. I didn't know that either. Yeah, no. My dad went to Orange. He claims Wade Phillips was his high school golf coach because Wade and I, I checked the timeline. Wade Phillips was a coach at Orange High School at the same time my dad was there. But I still think my dad just kind of stretching the truth a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, just, my dad. Gra- Graduated. He was a Nederland Bulldog. Okay. So a lot of my go. family's from Nederland, and so we were kind of. They were in. They made it to the second or second <laughs> round. Nederland Bulldogs in three A. Anyways, back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> we West, were in the time machine there. <laughs> Westlake and, and, and Westbrook. So Westbrook, um, Westlake's real banged up. We talked about this already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Webster, Trip Graham, Taylor Anderson. They also lost Jax Crockett. Who was one of their backup running backs right. last week? I don't think he's going to play this week. They used two quarterbacks in place of Taylor Anderson: Drew Willoughby, Kirkland Michau. Drew Willoughby went four for eight, fifty-four yards, one touchdown, one pick. But Michau, Michau was seven for twelve, 
99 yards, one touchdown, no interception, which is key because you can't turn over the ball, Mm -hmm. and Willoughby's interception wasn't a good one. But the more important factor was Willoughby rushed for 141 yards and a touchdown on seven carries. That's crazy. That I was not expecting. No. Because I remember seeing Kirkland a couple times last year at the end of games, you know, playing garbage time, and he just didn't look like he could run at all. He looked like a tall statue out there. But but he showed this running ability last week is going to be really important for them because so much of their offense is based on the QB run game with Taylor Anderson, who was a runner, and because their running backs really didn't do much of anything last week. Rhett Kelly, only 58 yards on 16 carries. That's 3.6 yards per carry. Mm. You know, uh, Jack Scott, before he got injured, uh, had 29 yards on 8 carries. That's only 3.6 yards per carry. Um, so they ended up with the running backs... So uh, Michelle rushed for 141 yards. The running back rushed for the running backs rushed for 140, but that included a 34-yard run at the very end of the game when no one was trying, like like the last minute when they were just running out the clock. Without that run, Westlake's running backs combined for only 106 yards on 31 carries. 3.4 yards per carry, which tells me the quarterback run game is going to be important. But you know what's going to be even more important than that, though? What's going to the wide receiver play. And I got to that with my interview with Coach Dodge. That is the only position group on offense right now that Westlake is fully healthy. And it's a group that we haven't really talked much on the show. Hunter actually hyped them up earlier earlier yeah, in, in, right. in, in the season. But they really have been great. Mason Mangum, Penny Baker, Jackson Coker has really, really got it going late in the season. And these three guys... And Dodge said in the interview, Westbrook's probably going to man up. If they do, they're, that's they're an gonna, advantage to Westlake. They're going to man up and they're going to load the box. So on one end, that puts a lot of pressure on those receivers to make plays. But on the other end, it's going to give them opportunities to make plays. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to be watching. Because you, know, you know when you're watching a football game, there's like a lot to watch. It's hard to watch the entire field. It's just hard. There's a lot going sure. on. Typically, I keep my eyes on the line of scrimmage. I, I still very much feel like that's where games are won and lost. Mm-hmm. In this game, when Westlake's on offense... I'm going to be watching those receivers. receivers I'm going to see, you know, at the line of scrimmage, what is Westbrook doing? Are they pressing them, you know? Well, are they getting off the bump coverage? Westlake's really good with the y- yards after the catch. This they year are. Too. And they get a lot of big plays. They break open in the middle of the field, and then those guys just take off down the sideline. And uh, and it's say goodnight to you. Yep, <laughs> yep. And those receivers, they, they came up big last week. They came up big last week. They're going to have to come up pretty big again. Yeah, well, we'll um, that's going to be a very good one. I think a slight edge. I just think Coach Dodge is going to coach these kids up, and that's that's the strength of Westlake is is his ability to coach and the late games in the season. That's where that team just does well. That's certainly going to help. I mean, yeah, they got a head coach that's been there, done that, and this is a team that's been there for where Westbrook really hasn't. This is their first trip this far in the playoffs since 1982. So where Westlake was just here last year in the state semifinals and their loss to Cy Fair, Beaumont Westbrook, I mean, they, they were they were seven and three. They lost in by district last season. Mm-hmm. You know, so the the experience factor you I mean the experience factor goes to Westlake except for the fact that they're missing three very important offensive starters. But uh it it should be a good game. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Let's bring on our uh Staff photographer for Texas Sports Monthly, Pat Kerrigan, who was in the studio with us a few weeks ago. Coach Pat uh, will be your partner in crime at the Westlake game tomorrow uh, there in Katy. So uh, this is your partner in crime on the assignment tomorrow. From, from um, But calling in from Waco tonight is uh, uh, Pat. Let's bring Pat on. How are you doing, sir? 
Hey, what's going on, guys? Y'all doing all right? Hey, good, good. I just thought we'd have you on here and get you to talk about this matchup that you and Steve are co- covering. We just had our coaches' corner segment just before uh, out of that last break, Pat, and uh, uh, Steve was had an interview there this week, of course, with Coach Dodge. Our player of the week is um, Jake Ellinger. Jake Ellinger coming on here in the next segment. So just thought to have you on, maybe touch a little bit on some of your coaching thoughts as a former coach here in the state of Texas and, you know, talk a little X's and O's with us uh, here about uh, what this matchup is for Coach Dodge. Well, I think, you know, y'all are, y'all are right about Westbrook. I mean, they, you know, they've been the playoff time they don't have the playoff pedigree that uh, obviously austin westlake does uh i figure westlake will be 14 to 20 uh fairly easily win of course you know you never know with penalties or turnovers the the big thing i'm seeing is westlake's defense mm-hmm. i mean they're giving up eight points a game and they their biggest one that they gave up 17 to belt in the first week of the year i mean i know that you know they get a lot of credit with offense and the kids they've had there and coach dodge throwing the ball and this and that and the other but i'm just impressed with them defensively yeah they're unbelievable man i saw them uh, last week against brandeis they made the broncos look like child's play man i mean it is let me ask you as, as a former coach shut um, them out they yeah. shut them out zero the three first they hold the three first downs the entire game three first, three first downs, downs the entire, unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, pat as a former coach let me let me ask you you know westlake's yeah. dealing with a lot of injuries on offense have you ever been in a situation where you were on staff with a team where you were you were getting a lot of injuries uh you know at the wrong time in the playoffs and tell me what that experience was like you know, what 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 was your message to those kids who were coming in and having to step up uh, at a very critical time when they didn't quite have the experience? Well, you know, a lot of it depends on what class you're in. I mean, you know, if you're in a big school like Westlake, Longview, Lake Travis, et cetera, you know, you've got some guys, you know, that you can back up on. In the smaller schools, sometimes when you have injuries, I mean, uh, you got a running back out. Well, he's also your linebacker. So now you've got to get another running back. You got to move a guy to linebacker, and and he may be he may be your defensive end. So now you got to find a defensive end to take your linebacker's place, who can go play running back. So I mean, uh, it, it's different situations for different schools depending on your backup. The big the big thing that we always did, you know, the deeper in the playoffs you go, the less you hit, the more you teach, and the more you work on keeping your body well because it's a long season. It's twenty weeks. From August to the state finals, 20 weeks. And, you know, that's as long as pro football is. It's as long as, it's, it's longer in some cases than a lot of colleges. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we taught a lot. We did fundamentals a lot. We game planned a lot. A lot of shorts, you know, depending on the weather, but, you know, just uh, upper body equipment. And, you know, got everybody as healthy as we possibly could each week. Well, Coach, you know, uh, uh, he uh, Steve alluded that, you know, Westbrook was going to be looking like they're going to play Do- Coach Dodge and a very healthy wide receiver core uh, man-to-man. Uh, what, do you, uh, what, do you, what do you coach these kids up on if you're looking at man coverage uh, and eight in the box uh, on defense? Uh, what's your offensive outlook on this, uh, this game well, if, if that's what they're seeing? The big thing, I mean, it depends if they're, they're going one high safety and they're going to play you, you know, man, man underneath and, you know, with a one safety on there. You know, number one, if they're going to bring people, you're going to look at your hot route. Who's your hot? 
Number two, you're going to look at, okay, look at your matchup and see where their weakest corner, where their weakest defensive player is versus your strongest one. Now, they're going to put their best corner on your best receiver, but they may have their number three corner on your number two receiver. Penny and Baker. I think a big, yeah, and I think a big thing that people, you know, underlook is what do you do with the backs? If they're bringing that back, they're bringing the linebackers, you flare that back, you run the back through and dump it off to them. You know, it looks like a lot of check down stuff on Sundays. But, you know, you look for those type of matchups where you've got a one-on-one type situation. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a long season. I believe Texas high school football has the longest season of all high school football. Like, I'm pretty sure no other state is actually playing till December 21st. Well, there's so, so many teams. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. It, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. Um, <laughs> Coach, you know, uh, you also alluded to, you know, the weather getting kind of colder here. Um, that Westlake-Beaumont-Westboro yeah. game is going to be played outside. Um, at Legacy Stadium in Katy. Liberty Hill will also be playing outside at night tonight. Um, how do you feel like the game changes when we get to December and we get the more frigid conditions? Well, I mean, it's not just the cold, it's the wind. I think, you know, people underestimate the wind. I mean, I'm going to go over here and watch Mason and uh, St. Augustine tonight. and it, uh, That's right. It's probably going to be about 40 and the wind's up about 20. So, I mean... You know, it, it's really the win. Now, Liberty Hill, Liberty Hill's going to pound the ball, and they may not throw a pass. The only pass they may throw is, you know, when they snap it deep to the punter. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I mean I've, I've done their games before. I mean, and, uh, you know, they, you know, after Coach Vance, um, you know, after he retired, they're still running that slot T. It's not wing T. It's slot T. There's a difference. And, I mean, I've saw them over here at Waco and they beat uh, Gilmer and didn't throw a pass. So, I mean, uh, you know, you can do some stuff. You can, you know, you can go, you know, 31, three wide. You know, you can get some people out of a box by alignment, run the ball, use your quarterback as an extra running back or an extra blocker. So, I mean, there's some things you can do, you know, when if you don't have the wind. It's not necessarily the cold that's bad. If, they, if it's 20 degrees and there's no wind – no big deal, but if it's thirty and the, and it's four, it's thirty it's thirty degrees and twenty thirty mile an hour wind, that's worse than I'd say twenty degrees and nowhere. So Pat, where is that game at today? Is that a, that's got to be a neutral site? Is that yeah it's, up in Waco? It's in Waco, Wyatt. Okay, Waco, okay. So, so you, you're I, on that. One. I got a question for you about Mason because you know Mason, we we were trying to side of small schools we could claim. You know, <laughs> so my question yeah. is that you're going to this game, which I'm actually very excited about. I mean, the punchers, right. fourteen zero, they got a really salty defense, giving up just right. ninety five points all year. First off, can we in Austin claim Mason as one of ours? And how do you feel about that matchup tonight? Oh, it's not a problem for me. I mean, I coached at Lano and played Mason. I've got friends at Mason. Uh, I went to college with people from Mason, you know, a long time ago. And, you know, uh, now, the, now don't forget is you got San Saba just down the street from That's right. That's Mason, right. And, you know, they're playing uh, New Deal. They're playing New Deal tonight, which – I've, that's an interesting matchup because neither one of those teams have gone that far before. And, you know, Sabbath had a new coach there a couple of years ago. I think his son's playing quarterback. They found some kids. I remember a few years ago, Sabbath wasn't very good. And, uh, you know, coach has really done a really good job there. 
And uh, I, I really think that the New Deal San Saba is a very intriguing matchup. The only other matchup I think probably the, one of the better ones in the state is going to be uh, Gunner and Canadian. Man, those two are loaded. Canadians won multiple state. Gunther's won a couple state titles, been to the finals. That's going to be a heck of a ball game. Pat, is, is most of your experience doing small school football? And, and uh, uh, do you prefer small school football to big school football? Just random question. I don't know. I mean, it, it's the same. I've been in big schools and small schools. I mean, you know, you only put 11 out there. You put your best 11. Uh, you know, to me, it's not football is football. Right. Uh, even six man. Uh, even though I haven't coached six man, I got some buddies in six man, and you know, you, I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna be hard pressed to find some games that are, you know, I'm telling you, the Canadian Gunther game will be every bit as good as, you know, if you got uh, Lake Travis and North Shore. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no doubt. So the Soto and Allen, they'll be every bit as good as those type of games. Hey, I love me small school football, and I've ref six man before. Love six All man right. football, man. <laughs> where, 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 did, where did you ref six man at? Uh, here in Austin, I did some games down in Prairie Lee. I did some private school games as well, just kind of here and there. Well, Pat, we're I gonna. Did. I, I called. Uh, well, I helped put myself through school when I was in college. I we I refereed football, and of course, we did six man out in, in San Angelo. So. I understand where you're coming from. It's fun. It's good stuff. Well, listen, we're going to go to a break. Stay there on the other on the line, Pat, with us through the break, and uh, we'll get you back on the other side. It's the Friday Night Countdown. Continues right here on AM 1300, The Zone. Austin Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Dr. Kelso is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in arthroscopic surgery, knees, and shoulders. He will keep you active and in the game. Book your appointment today. Call 512-339-0440. Tired of the hustle and bustle of Central Texas, or maybe you're looking for that summer vacation getaway. Whatever it is that brings you into Southwest Colorado, let Eric Rourke coach you into the right property. A proud member of the Texas High School Coaches Association, he's a proud Texan coaching Texans to their new Colorado dream home, specializing in real estate needs that include residential, commercial, ranch, and resort properties, accommodating your outdoor lifestyle experience, whether it's biking, hiking, golf, fishing, or skiing. Whether it's your summer house or your new dream house, Visit ericrourke.com. Wells Branch Remodeling is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Wells Branch Remodeling is known for quality bathrooms, kitchen, and bathroom makeovers, painting, flooring, windows, decks, and fencing work. You dream it, we make it come true. Locally owned and operated. Call for a free quote today. That's Wells Branch Remodeling, 512-662-2194 or online at wellsbranchremodeling.com. The Friday Night Countdown is sponsored by Absolute Propane, offering cylinder filling station, propane cylinder transportation, storage, and use. Absolute honesty, absolute integrity, absolute passion, absolute propane, and all that we do, that's Absolute Propane. Visit online at absolutepropane.com. 
Go Roberts Power Wash is a proud sponsor of Texas high school football. Specializing in residential driveways, walkways, solar panels, pools, cars, boats, fences, gutters, and grills. Commercially, Go Roberts Power Wash also supports parking lots, sidewalks, patios, fences, roof gutters, marinas, boats, cars, and more. Visit online at GoRobertsPowerWash.com. That's GoRobertsPowerWash.com. Jason's Deli Westlake welcomes you every day at 3300 Bee Caves Road. It serves bigger choices of better food for all four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and football. Feeding school spirit, it's a family thing. Visit jasonsdeli.com. Someday, you'll be chatting around a large granite island. Someday, you'll have that home with an open floor plan and an outdoor fireplace. Someday. Wait, why can't someday be today? At Dree's Custom Homes, our sales event is here. Homes in the Austin area from $400,000 to $1 million. Visit treeshomes.com. The end of the 2018 football season is near. The University of Texas Longhorns will end their season in the Big Easy against the Georgia Bulldogs on New Year's Day at the Sugar Bowl. Chip and Harge will be live from New Orleans a week ahead of the game, getting you ready for the ending of a sweet season. Brought to you by Coors Lux, the world's most refreshing beer, and the official beer of University of Texas Athletics. AM 1300, the zone. The Friday Night Countdown Player of the Week, brought to you by G10 Academy, Austin's premier sports training academy. Hey, y'all, this is Stephen Ryan. I have senior linebacker Jake Ellinger with us this week. Jake, your defense has been straight dominant this season, giving up to seven half points per game with six shutouts. What is it about y'all that makes y'all so tough to generate production against? Our defense, uh, we play as a whole. We, um, we, we play as one. Our, we all work together and know our assignments and work off each other. Uh, it's no secret that y'all are dealing with some very key injuries on offense. As a defense, what are you seeing on the other side of the ball right now as they're going through this adversity? Uh, we just got to step up, uh, make, force the t- other team to score as little points as possible, help out our offense, get them good field positioning. Uh, last question. Last year, uh, y'all's playoff run ended at this stage of the playoffs and it lost to Cy Fair. What do you remember most about that game and what's going to be the key to pre- reviewing that outcome this time around, re- reversing that outcome? Um, obviously, it's going to be knowing that we got to go out there and make sure we execute. Uh, last year, some things fell apart that shouldn't have that made us kind of lose control of the game, and our whole thing is being controlled the whole time. So got to just go out there and do what we do best. Well, Jake, that's all we got. Thanks for your time, and good luck this weekend. The Friday Night Countdown Player of the Week, brought to you by G10 Academy. Train like a champion. Let's get back to the AM1300 The Zone Studios and your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Friday Night Countdown. What's going on there? The uh, was that the tractor lawnmower or the <laughs> air blower going on with the interview? There? We were outside. <laughs> it was after practice. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, there were a lot of people walking. You know, we had to do the interview like three times too. There was one time during the interview where one of the teammates like, "Hey, what's up, Jake?" He you bombed know? him. He yeah, bombed him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. That's funny because you know the other day you did the interview. Um, who did you have as a coach's corner last week? Uh, I did uh, Coach Carter. Coach, coach Carter. Carter. What was cool about that one is you can hear the other coaches with whistles and guys are running in the background. So right. That really worked out really good in, the, in that in that clip. You did great job on your coaches' corners all season. Steve. Thanks, man. Really, really appreciate the the extra work there and doing these interviews and uh, and then the player interviews is something we kind of add in midway season. Yeah, it's been uh, fun. Yeah. I, I enjoy talking to people. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, and the kids love it too. So it's good stuff there. Uh, we'll bring Pat back on. Are you there, Pat? 
Yeah, buddy. All right, man. Well, looking forward to that game coverage tomorrow. Westlake, uh, again, uh, against Beaumont. Uh, looking for a good one there in Katy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm picking Westlake easily. And uh, on the other side, I'll take Longview. They're playing Tascosa, who's had a great year and done some really good things out there in the panhandle. But I saw Longview last week against Vandergriff, covered that for you guys. Yep. Longview's got – they got some dudes, I'm telling you. It <laughs> ought to be a titanic struggle if uh, Westlake can get by Westbrook. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to my man uh, – Roark up there in Colorado. You guys need to go see him for all your real realty needs. He's a good dude. Former SMU coach. Love him to death. Yeah, you know, uh, I talked to Coach over the week about doing some sponsorship stuff, and he's actually tuning in right now. So I, I believe he's tuning in just to hear. So uh, good that you got you on there. I didn't know you two guys knew one another that well. Yeah, that, that, that's what he said. I saw his Facebook page where he was listening in. So uh, hopefully he's uh, – not too cold up there in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, Eric, uh, stay bundled up over there, Coach, in uh, Durango. And if you need to get a, a second home out there in Durango, that's the guy you call. And then look him up online at uh, ericroark.com. So, uh, but, um, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm very excited about the Westlake Beaumont Westbrook game. We've talked a lot about Westlake, but we got to talk a lot, a lot, about, a little bit of the Bruins, too. I mean, they're having mm-hmm. a fantastic season. Uh, they're in their second year under head coach William Peavy. Um, he was formerly a defensive coordinator. They went 7-3 and three last year, lost to Longview and by district. And this year, they've really taken a step up. The step has really been on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, the back uh, senior quarterback, LaRaven Ellie, is the backbone of the offense. He's thrown for 1,842 yards with 21 touchdowns, also rushed for 705 yards and six touchdowns. Wow. Uh, you know, Westlake has their injury concerns, but there's a question mark on the Westbrook side as well uh, in regards to running back Robert McGrew. Uh, the senior missed the second half, most of the second half, of last week's game. He's rushed for 1,814 yards and 32 touchdowns, so it's going to be real important for them to have him on the field. Uh, and then they got two burners on the outside as well, Thaddeus Johnson and Deontay Simpson. Johnson has 48 catches for 977 yards, 10 touchdowns. Simpson, almost identical stat line, 48 catches, 789 yards, 10 touchdowns. The defense, however, has been pretty leaky. They're giving up 24.5 points per game. They've given up 40 or more on five occasions this year. Um, luckily, their offense is good enough that they've won three of those five games. They're, they're three and two. They're they're like OU in some ways. And Beaumont um, Westbrook, uh, Pat Carl, Carl called in earlier and said that they lost to uh, North Shore, North Shore yeah. uh, pretty handsomely in that loss. Uh, yeah, that was that was fifty five to seven, and uh, you know. But the thing that that's also you got to look at too, they uh, lost to Jesuit forty fifty five in the second week. And came back and beat them in the playoffs, fifty-four forty-three. But you guys are right. They're, you know they're giving up. You know, of course, as you get in the playoffs, you play better people. You know, they gave up forty-six to Deer Park. Uh, they gave up forty-three to Strike Jesuit three weeks ago. Forty-five to Tompkins. Twenty-one last week. Uh, and of course, you know everybody's gotten beat by North Shore, fifty-five to seven. Uh, I, I really still think, going back to what we talked about, I mean, I know the, the Bruins are pretty good offensively. I just think the Chaparrales are better defensively. 
Yeah. How much of this game do you think will be just about controlling the tempo and keeping the style their way? Because Westlake, I mean, they're not your traditional Todd Dodge team this year. You know, their defense, their their defense is their strength, and with them banged up on offense, they'll probably be leaning on that defense even more. Westbrook leaning on the offense. How important do you think it'll be just to control the pace and and kind of just you know, uh, have the game going your way, uh, going uh, at your pace? I I don't really think Westbrook is going to worry about pace. I think they want to go, go, go and use use their talent, which we usually call go daddies. I can see, see, uh, you know, Todd, you know, like you say, it's a little bit different team, more defensively oriented. But, you know, he'll take his shots. Again, uh, you know, with the weather and stuff, I'm not sure what the wind's going to be like tomorrow. Uh, it's on the, uh, you know, the west side of Houston. You're going to get some warmer up from the Gulf. That front's kind of come through, so there may be some wind out of the north. You know, uh, again, I still think the Bruins are going to want to go, go, go. Again, like Bun Phillips said, dance with who brought you here. Yes, sir. Well, let's do a little bit of picks here, guys, on some of these high school games. What do you think about doing a couple of picks, Steve? Let's do it. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll do a. Um, and, and our long pick is our four, it's fourth and long. We haven't done fourth and long in a couple of weeks. Oh, but, we haven't, yeah. But uh, fourth and long is when you take your long shot and we just see what we want to you know, go with a, a long shot or an upset underdog pick. And um, I'm going to take Liberty Hill as my long, fourth and long shot um, in that game over a, a very good uh, Carthage team uh, tonight. And I'm uh, going to be trying to listen to that one somehow. Uh, but uh, that's my fourth and long. What do you got, Steve? Um, I'm going to go to the small school ranks. I'm going to go with, hold on, getting to it, getting to it, getting to it. Pat. <laughs> go Pat. Pat, yeah. what do you got for a, a, oh, a you, you got You guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it now. Can I go now? Go. I got, yeah, Al- go, go, go. I got Albany over Groover. Albany started the season 0-5, have won nine straight since. They are red hot. They are feeling it. Let's go, Albany. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, you're killing me, but Groover beat them last night. Oh, they did. You're right. Uh, <laughs> hey, go me. <laughs> what about how about how, how about that Decatur team though uh, taking on uh, Waco La Vega? Uh, that game was just over. It was fifty six nothing La Vega. God, really? <laughs> and that's to be who Liberty Hill Carthage plays in the state championship. In the state championship. So yeah, that'll be uh and uh, Liberty that'll Hill. Be, pl- Go ahead. Yeah, Liberty Hills. I mean, the thing is, both of them have won state. Carthage, in my opinion, they had the best offensive line I've ever seen in the state meet down there last year. Bar nobody. They had five dudes who could really go. That's why that running back from Carthage run up down the field, and then he went to UT and run up down the field a little bit, too. I'm really intrigued with Silsby and Quero. Quero's kind of a probably a 10, eight, nine point favorite. I don't know. There's just something about Silsby that intrigues me about those guys. Well, they beat Giddings. Giddings was one of our yeah. best small mm-hmm. school teams, and they, they took it to them, you know. And right. that's a team that really tested themselves in non-district. They played one of the toughest uh, uh, non-league slates um, for their classification. And it's just important to play those games when you get to the playoffs. It makes these playoff games uh, less difficult when, when you've played games like that early in the season. Another one, that, uh, two more that are kind of intriguing, too, of course. I'm, now I sound like uh, Dan Levitard's dad. Uh, <laughs> unnecessary. CCC, I'm very intrigued. 
he's 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 always intrigued. But you know, Cal Allen, who's you know played Alito in the state championship game, and Phil's trying to win one, uh, is probably a touchdown dog to Fort Ben Marshall, who's got a lot of kids. But they unfortunately had that uh, you know the kid who who passed away here this week, and I don't know what kind of effect that's going to have on them. And then you've got Highland Park and Denton Ryan. Highland Park's really been, yeah. you know, really been good. Randy Allen came back, and Denton Ryan may have better kids. I'm, you know, you, I never discount the heart of a champion. If they've been there, they know what it's all about. Uh, you know, Ryan's probably a small favorite, but that's another Titanic battle right there. Yeah, yeah, you should never doubt the heart of a champion. I think this is the, is this the third straight time they've met in the playoffs, I believe? For... I believe. I, I think it is. has been, yes. Well, how do you think that plays into it? Uh, as a coach, when you play a team consecutively into the playoffs, uh, how do you think that plays into the matchup? Well, I mean, you know, the only thing that differs, I mean, you know, coaches are going to do what they do. The only thing that differs is the guys who are doing it. You know, you got a different quarterback, different linemen, different receivers. Uh, one year you may be playing them and you got a bunch of sophomores, and three years later you're playing them and they're a bunch of seniors. So, I mean, everybody has stuff that they like to do. It's just, and then they, you know, kind of like what Bill Belichick does up with New England, is they take those guys and do, okay, what can these guys do that we do? You know, we may not be able to do what we did last year because we don't have this guy or that guy. But what is what do these guys do well that we can do? Well, and, and how about uh, yeah? Go ahead, Russell. No, no, just saying uh, we're, we're uh, wrapping things up. Friday night countdown, man. Pat, what's your uh, what's the game you're covering tonight, Pat? Uh, I've got Mason and uh, San Augustine. Mason, San Augustine, and Waco, and then you guys are both going to be at the in Katy for Westlake. Uh, in that game uh, tomorrow. And what time is that one off, Steve? Two? Two o'clock, yep. Two o'clock. Well, guys, great stuff. Uh, looking forward to the games this weekend. Uh, stay dry out there, gentlemen, and and stay, stay warm. warm. I'll, I'll be inside, so I'll be warm. You <laughs> tell Pat to stay warm. <laughs> uh, I'll be okay. That, that, hey, that game's at 4 o'clock at Legacy now. Oh, 4 o'clock. Yes. All right, guys, yes. we got to wrap it up. Pat, we'll see you guys out there tomorrow. Y'all enjoy the games. It's the Friday Night Countdown Playoff Edition here on The Zone. We'll see you next week. Need your fix at home? Yes! Just say, Alexa, play AM 1300 The Zone on iHeartRadio. Okay. The Longhorns are headed to the Sugar Bowl, and Chip and Harge are along for the ride, courtesy of Coors Light. Listen in as the guys bring you all you need to know from the Big Easy all week, leading up to game day as the Horns play the Georgia Bulldogs. Brought to you by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer, and official beer of University of Texas Athletics. Hey everybody, it's Brendan from Panic at the Disco. While on tour, I've been spreading some good in the neighborhood with my friends at State Farm. State Farm's Neighborhood of Good makes it easy to give back to your neighborhood. It feels so good to give back, especially when it's something you're passionate about. If you just dedicate the smallest amount of your time, the amount of impact you can have, it's unreal. State Farm is making it easy to give back. Go to neighborhoodofgood.com. Just put in your zip code, find a cause, and show up. 
The Friday Night Countdown is sponsored by Dirty Martin's Comeback Burgers on the Drag. Serving up great tasting burgers, fries, and shakes on the 40 acres since 1926. Come on by Saturdays for the game and check out our cold draft beers on tap and the selection from the full bar. If you bleed orange on Saturdays, bring the family on down to Dirty Martin's for a comeback burger and enjoy some hot onion rings or a frosty milkshake. That's Dirty Martin's on Guadalupe, a Longhorn tradition since 1926. Texas Sports Monthly is available in Austin at over 400 locations around town. With player profiles, coaches' interviews, color action photos, in-depth coverage of high school, college, football, and the NFL. The largest free sports publication in Austin, Texas Sports Monthly, gives you a closer look at the sports in Central Texas. While football is the main attraction on the menu this season, there's also coverage of local soccer, Texas volleyball, MMA, Austin Spurs basketball, baseball, water and motorsports, and action in the Big 12. Available at all Little Woodrow's, Twin Peaks, Third Base, Dirty Martin Burgers, Randall's Grocery, HEB, and most Thundercloud subs. Can't find a magazine? Read online at TexasSportsMonthly.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All sports, all Texas, all month. That's Texas Sports Monthly. Austin Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Dr. Kelso is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in arthroscopic surgery, knees, and shoulders. He will keep you active and in the game. Book your appointment today. Call 512-339-0440. Tired of the hustle and bustle of Central Texas, or maybe you're looking for that summer vacation getaway. Whatever it is that brings you into Southwest Colorado, let Eric Rourke coach you into the right property. A proud member of the Texas High School Coaches Association, he's a proud Texan coaching Texans to their new Colorado dream home, specializing in real estate needs that include residential, commercial, ranch, and resort properties, accommodating your outdoor lifestyle experience, whether it's biking, hiking, golf, fishing, or skiing. Whether it's your summer house or your new dream house, Visit ericrourke.com. Wells Branch Remodeling is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Wells Branch Remodeling is known for quality bathrooms, kitchen, and bathroom makeovers, painting, flooring, windows, decks, and fencing work. You dream it, we make it come true. Locally owned and operated. Call for a free quote today. That's Wells Branch Remodeling, 512-662-2194 or online at wellsbranchremodeling.com. Right, we got to get working now. Let's go. Hey, first. Live from the AM 1300 The Zone Studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Friday Night Countdown. Everything high school football in Central Texas. Let's get to it. Here's your host from Texas Sports Monthly, Russell Dowden. All right. Welcome to the Thursday Night Countdown. It's the Thursday edition of the Friday Night Countdown. And uh, we are, uh, the good news is that we are, it's the last week of the season uh, for, for, our, for our, our Rich Eisen fans. The bad news is that we're here, on, we're here interrupting your third hour on a Thursday instead of your, your normal third hour on a Friday. But uh, well, good to be here for our final show of the season. 
for the season here. How are you, Steve? I'm doing great, man. Uh, man, it's been a fun year. Uh, thanks to our listeners for uh, for allowing us to uh, to be on the air and uh, you know in, in the station as well. And uh, looking forward to just wrapping everything up. We got Liberty Hill playing for the state championship tomorrow. Really looking forward to it. And that's again uh, just so the listeners know, guys. The reason we're here Thursday is because yeah, Liberty Hill plays tomorrow at three, and our six o'clock, seven o'clock show would be irrelevant since they are the only team left standing. Yes, and uh, we're the Friday night countdown, so we. <laughs> got to come on before we can't be on yeah, after, after you not, know it's not the friday night post game so show. we had to talk with the station we got uh, shuffled in here on thursday so doing our last week is our thursday night countdown uh, for uh, week 17 for I, us. I do feel bad because rich eisen's good you know I it's like, not like we're not interrupting bad radio you know no. if, if it was doug gottlieb i'd be like <laughs> you're welcome hey but... we, we have doug on in the morning here too though. oh my, man, he's okay sometimes it's <laughs> good point guard oklahoma state no but uh uh Anyway, we're here on Thursdays, and we're here Thursday this night, uh, this week. So, uh, and we do have a uh, um, Carl's calling in here. In just a second, he's already on the line. We'll bring him on to talk about the North Shore game that uh, he called last week. They are playing the big game. Oh Lord, um, they tomorrow. are so good. I don't know that anybody's going to beat them. I, I like I said it last week. All right, it, for you a know, few years, <laughs> Judson was the Demogorgon. Uh, uh, North Shore is the shadow monster, and unless you have a little girl with a buzz cut with superpowers on your team, you're not going to defeat the shadow monster, all right? It's just not going to happen. Well, let's bring in the Carl Thies of the Texas High School Coaches Association, and he is the broadcaster for the shadow monster and that uh, North Shore team uh, taking on uh, Duncanville. Uh, as the final game of weekend play in high school championship week, uh, that's the seven o'clock game on Saturday. Welcome to the program again, Carl. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Guys, thanks. Thanks. Before we forget, we got to wish everybody happy holidays. We're uh, so close to Christmas. People are going to have to suffer through not not enjoying uh, Christmas shopping to enjoy these high school state championship games. Liberty Hill and uh, you know the the Region Three teams. We've got Beaumont, Westbrook, and North Shore playing Duncanville and Longview. Going to be incredible ball games on Saturday at Jerry World at AT and T in Arlington. Well, we are. Uh, Steve's leaving in the morning. I've decided to leave after the show and just get up there tonight and and be there early tomorrow, so I don't have to drive tomorrow. But are you up there yet, Coach? No, I'm actually I'm actually going to be going up also early in the morning. I I am uh, not going to be able to watch the earlier games. I, I'm very anxious to see the late, the, both the 5A games and then both the 6A games. So I will, I will see the Alito Marshall game uh, tomorrow night. Anxious to see that one, and then uh, on Saturday the Highland Park Shadow Creek, Longview Westbrook, and North Shore Duncanville. And then after that, I'm going to try to relax for a maybe. Maybe a couple of hours before Christmas, before Santa Claus comes. <laughs> it is a, absolutely a crazy week for Texas football, uh, and that's all the everything that makes high school football great in the state of Texas is you know th- that we go this late and right. You know, this is the last Friday before or Thursday. I'm used to Fridays being here, but the last week, you know, uh, before the, uh, Christmas, and these championship games just go Steve right up to the last, you know, the last week of the year, damn near. Oh man, it's, it's just. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Carl. Sorry. That's that's exactly when they, when the UIL starts laying that thing out. They they actually always schedule championship as the last Saturday before. Uh, that's the way they schedule. It. As long as Saturday doesn't hit Christmas Eve, uh, <laughs> they're always going to schedule it right up there. That's going to be sixteen weeks and count backwards 
to figuring out when the season starts mm-hmm. for week one and when the scrimmages and that sort of thing. So they so, go there and then they count back to see when the season starts. That's exactly right. That's exactly the, how they do it. As long as as long as Saturday doesn't hit on Christmas Eve, uh, uh, it'll be the last, always the last Saturday. And then if it happens that Saturday happens to be Christmas Eve, then it'll be in fact on the seventeenth. Uh, will be the uh, so that they're not playing on Christmas Eve for the championships. So, do you and, have the call at that game that, uh, on that radio on your network again? Are you with that or yes, that, that game again? Yes. We we definitely are going to do the Duncanville North Shore game. Which uh, there's a lot of people very disappointed because because of their contractual obligations, Fox Southwest has the Dallas Mavericks live, which is really upsetting a lot of people all over the state because they're going to have to either do the stream or the alternate channel type deal. In some places, that's that's problematic because they don't have the alternate on some cable networks and that sort of thing. So, you know, in Houston, it's it, I would venture guess that. Uh, probably half of the cable holders have have uh, the alternate channel and half don't. So uh, well, you, uh, a lot of those folks won't get the game live. You will have a lot of a larger audience than normal. Then we're we're definitely expecting that in our semifinal game with Lake Travis. We got uh, at any one time our our maximum load was four. We had four thousand listeners last week. So that's by far our season high this year. So. And with that game not going live, we think we may surpass that. Uh, and and that that's that four thousand number is the best that we've had in the last three seasons. Great. Well, hey, Carl, you know, I, I got my first chance to go to state last year, and uh, it was just a really cool experience. But for some of our listeners that may have not never been to this uh, this newer centralized state championship game that, that we do for UIL, where it's 12 games over four days at Jury World, uh, what's, it, what's it been like for you? Uh, what's your experience been like going up there and oh, watching these it, games? It, it is just incredible. Uh, you know, when, it, when you get, you know, six weeks of playoffs and – and then take it all the way down to the two very best teams in the north and the south. You're always going to have great matchups. You may you may have one or two upsets. You're not going to have a team that gets five straight upsets and gets in the finals. You know you don't have you don't typically have a lot of Cinderellas left. You know <laughs> out of the five and six A teams, what's what's really crazy it, this year more than ever we have seven of seven of those teams are undefeated this year. Uh, of the final eight teams in five and six eight, the only team that's got a loss on their record in five or six eight, it's in the state championship games. Beaumont Westbrook they had a loss to Straight Jesuit, and their only other loss was in district play to North Shore. So all the other teams are undefeated. Uh, North Shore, Duncanville, Longview's undefeated, Highland Park undefeated, Shadow Creek undefeated, Alito and Fort Bend Marshall. So uh, there's Cinderella's gone, and th- these are just great teams and just going to be incredible matchups. Even even the game that's on live now, and I have not not been able to keep up with it. Uh, I did see Canadian had scored again, so now that the last I saw that was twenty one to sixteen with about three minutes to go. There, Newton was way ahead twenty one to nothing early, and uh, and Canadian has scored to cut it to twenty one sixteen. There was about three minutes left when I when I came uh, when I cut, cut over to to come on the air. Yeah, so I got on my laptop right now. Noon's up 21-16. Canadians got fourth and two right now with 131 left. So, yeah, I'll let you know. I'm kind of got it got in the corner of my eye. I'll let you know <laughs> what happens. Um but yeah, finally, you know, most of the games so far haven't been uh haven't been too competitive Close. honestly. I mean, we saw Mason just take take it to New Deal this morning. 
Um, and th- some of the smaller classifications, Steve, it's been that way. You you get one team uh, that's just such a, such a superpower, if you will, in their classification, and they'll run the gauntlet. They'll go undefeated. And there's some of those small schools, I immediately think of Canadians had some teams like that. Uh, West Orange Starks had teams like that. And in years past, even like Lamarck. Uh, Lamarck was one of those ones that had – but we've had others. Waco, La Vega, there's just a lot of those small school – uh, Pleasant Grove. Uh, there's just been a lot of them that have just fa- fabulous teams, and they they just run the the full 16 games, and then uh, when they get to the finals, a lot of times they beat another undefeated team and, and beat them bad. Yeah, was, this uh, year they haven't been so close. That I, I'm thinking that's going to change. Well, it's changing right now with this one that's on. Yeah. So Canadian yeah. just picked up that first down, then hit deep ball to the 23 yard line. So out in the, the school from the Panhandle. Canadian moving the ball. What a, what a day. Um, well, Carl, you know, let's let's talk about some of the teams. So, Galena Park North Shore, I, I hadn't gotten the chance to see them yet, but I know they beat Westbrook, what, 56-7? And I saw Westbrook last week, and they looked freaking awesome. So, that, that to me is like, oh, my Lord, they beat this team 56-7? How do you feel about uh, North Shore's, uh, with their matchup with Duncanville? Well, it's, it's going to be just a very special game because truly – the two best, most athletic teams in 6 are going to play each other. Duncanville is just way, way over the top with a lot of D1-type players. They're as athletic. They're so much more athletic than what Allen was. One of the things that we talked about last week, you know, uh, the, the trifecta, I, I, we, I, thought, I definitely thought North Shore and Westbrook were going to win, and you guys really helped me. Liberty Hill was going to win. So so we went out on a limb on all three of those games, and all three of us came through. It's going to be just a great – it's going to be a great game just because it's going to be athlete on athlete. And honestly, I think it's one of those deals where – uh, it's so cliche, but it's, it's whoever's going to whoever's going to make the fewest mistakes is going to win that game. North Shore has not had a game where they've had more than three punts. They've not had a game with more than two turnovers. Uh, and so, uh, and, and they've played a lot of real good teams along the way, and made a lot. Of, last week, Lake Travis had the worst loss they've had in school history, uh, fifty-one to ten in North Shore, and North Shore caught, pull, pulled off the pedal. I mean, they were, you know, the Evans the Evans kid. Ended with 196 yards, and he only had four carries in the second half. So it's uh, that's Zach Evans, and Zach now was the number one in Texas running back. Now Zach is now the number one running back in the United States in the junior class, 20, 2020 class. So he's he's one in district play that was averaging in, in the middle of district play was averaging 17 yards a carry. So if you can just wrap your arms around that, yeah, those. Yeah, well, those boys were big and and fast and, and uh, giving Lake Travis fits last uh, week. Another note on North Shore, you know, they beat Katie uh, in the regular season and the playoffs. Uh, my my friend Dennis Silva told me that that is the first time Katie has lost to the same team twice in one season. Never happened before. Yeah, Jerry, wow, that's exactly what Dennis is saying is true. That's Jerry Jones has been there twenty five plus years and has never had a single team beat his team twice in the same year. Almost every time they Katie would lose the first game. They played them, and they'd almost reverse it in the second game and go deeper in the playoffs. But that that is exactly true, and that that honestly probably that eleven point game uh, in in the second round of the playoffs was, or excuse me, third round of the playoffs was by far North Shore's toughest ball game. And Katie had improved so much from the first week uh, all the way to the thirteenth week of the season. 
We got an update. We got an update. It looks like Canadian has fallen short. A pass to the end zone with 41 seconds left. Intercepted by Newton. Intercepted. Newton, your Class 3A Division II state champs. Wow. And Mason won earlier. Yes. Let's find an awesome defensive effort. And big game. They won, what, 50 to 30 or something like that? So, Carl, let me ask you about uh, our big game for the Austin area is Liberty Hill and Waco La Vega. Um, You know, obviously, this one, it's going to be a slobber knocker. These are two teams that love to run the ball, love to play physical, old school football. Um, How excited are you for this matchup? And and how do you feel like this game is going to go? One of the things that, and and the two, a clash of different styles, La, La Vega has much. Uh, and, and I don't want to upset all the listeners, but they have much better athletes, and they their scheme is uh, they're gonna they're gonna really stretch the field a lot more than what Liberty Hill. Liberty Hill's gonna have have that that wing tee, slot tee, and they're just gonna grind it. And if they if if La Vega doesn't keep on their keys, uh, it's gonna be a fabulous ball game. I, 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 so many so many people said Liberty Hill didn't have a team to go. You guys convinced me that they did. I watched tapes. They've just been on a great run. But but La Vega probably and there's a reason they're in the state championships. Great athletes. It reminds me of two other La Vega teams that just loaded with athletes and uh, that they just been there. Kind of like Liberty Hill, they've been there, done that type deal. So it's uh, I I think it's going to be a close ball game. Uh, I, I'd love to see Liberty Hill win. I I, I think if they can play air fit free and. And and just stop, you know, make some stops and make make La Vega punt the ball to them. I think Liberty Liberty Hill will have a chance to upset them. I think most people across the state think La Vega is going to win that ball game. Well, La Vega has won four in a row against Liberty Hill over the last three years. So that's another thing Liberty Hill's going to have to do is that is that mental edge. I think the Pirates might have from beating them the last four times. Well, and beating beating Carthage though last week, ending what forty. 40- 40 game? That's that's a confidence builder. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. You can beat anyone. Yep. But, Carl, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Guys, y'all enjoy your weekend, and happy holidays to all you guys. Hey, thank you so much, Carl. We appreciate it, and we'll, we'll holler at you here tomorrow and this weekend over at the games. Look forward to it. Thank you, oh. guys. Thank you. There he goes. That's Carl Thies from the Texas High School Coaches Association. He's got the call tomorrow at uh, 7 o'clock at lsnsports.com online for that. So we'll be right back. It's the Thursday edition of the Friday Night Countdown. We'll be right back on the other side here on The Zone. Tired of the hustle and bustle of Central Texas? Or maybe you're looking for that summer vacation getaway. Whatever it is that brings you into Southwest Colorado, let Eric Rourke coach you into the right property. A proud member of the Texas High School Coaches Association, he's a proud Texan coaching Texans to their new Colorado dream home, specializing in real estate needs that include residential, commercial, ranch, and resort properties, accommodating your outdoor lifestyle experience, whether it's biking, hiking, golf, fishing, or skiing. Whether it's your summer house or your new dream house, visit Eric Rourke. G10 Academy, Austin's premier sports training facility. The staff here at G10 believe that with the right level of commitment combined with a highly detailed, regimented science-based training plan, we can physically and mentally change your athlete in a way that could notably improve the quality of your athlete's athletic career with enhancement in speed, agility slash jump training, advanced core development, functional strength, flexibility, nutritional guidance, and confidence. G10 Academy and Coach Granson have had the pleasure to train several of the Austin area's top 
varsity athletes and want to add you to our family. Please call Coach Granson at 512-953-8465 or visit our website, g10academy.com, or come by our state-of-the-art facility to visit in person. G10 Academy, train like a champion today. Wells Branch Remodeling is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Wells Branch Remodeling is known for quality bathrooms, kitchen, and bathroom makeovers. Painting, flooring, windows, decks, and fencing work. You dream it, we make it come true. Locally owned and operated. Call for a free quote today. That's Wells Branch Remodeling, 512-662-2194 or online at wellsbranchremodeling.com. The Friday Night Countdown is sponsored by Absolute Propane, offering cylinder filling station, propane cylinder transportation, storage, and use. Absolute honesty, absolute integrity, absolute passion, absolute propane, and all that we do, that's Absolute Propane. Visit online at absolutepropane.com. Go Roberts Power Wash is a proud sponsor of Texas high school football. Specializing in residential driveways, walkways, solar panels, pools, cars, boats, fences, gutters, and grills. Commercially, Go Roberts Power Wash also supports parking lots, sidewalks, patios, fences, roof gutters, marinas, boats, cars, and more. Visit online at GoRobertsPowerWash.com. That's GoRobertsPowerWash.com. The Coach's Corner. You're learn today. Sponsored by Texas Sports Monthly. This is Stephen Ryan. I got Jeff Walker of Liberty Hill with me this week. Coach, last week y'all beat a Carthage team that had won 40 games in a row, which was the longest running streak in the state of Texas and had captured each of the last two state titles. How were you able to top the Bulldogs and how impressed with your team for pulling that off? Uh, you know, I was impressed. Our, our kids played really, really hard. They played well. Uh, they executed what we had asked them to do and they made me look good as a coach. You know, good players make good coaches. And, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm proud of them because their hard work is paying off. Waco La Vega is a team you all are rather familiar with. That's your opponent for the state championship Friday. They were in your district as recently as last year, and you've played them four times in the last three seasons. Problem is, you all lost all four of those games. What's the biggest issue you all have had with the Pirates during that streak, and what's going to be the key to reversing those outcomes on Friday? Uh, you know, we haven't played our best games against them. I think it's the biggest thing, and they're, and they're very, very good. That's why they're, they are where they're, where they're at. Um, they're a very good football team. We think we're a very good football team this year, too, and for us to, to beat them this year, we're going to have to keep the ball away from them. We're going to have to keep uh, the turnovers down. We can't we can't turn the ball over. We have to protect the ball. You know, when we played them the first time last year for the district, we moved the ball all the way down to the two-yard line and fumbled. They picked it up and ran it back in for a touchdown. Uh, you know, it's a 12-point swing. And uh, we ended up, you know, both games, we, they beat it by 10, I guess, the second one. The first one was a close one. I don't remember the game, but uh, we didn't make mistakes. I felt like we could have won that game, you know. So we just can't make mistakes. This week, we, you know, on Friday, we have to play mistake-free, and we have to come up with some big plays. I think our kids are confident that we have the ability and the team to, to you know, get it done this year. Not every year do you get to play in a state championship. Tell me what the atmosphere has been like around the school and community this week, and how important is it to make sure your players don't get too distracted by all that stuff, or, or maybe that's something you'll actually embrace. Yeah, we do. We actually embrace it. You know, uh, when you get to this point, you know, I've, I've been telling them all week, I want us to have fun. I want us to focus on the task at hand, and I want us to finish this thing. But, uh, you know, the community's been phenomenal. I mean, there's lines out the door buying tickets. There's 
you know, I bet I've gotten 100 phone calls a day from people, you know, wishing us luck and emails and texts and, you know, from people not only in our community but around the state. It, it's been it's been exciting, and I want them to enjoy every minute of it. Yeah, so we're, we're kind of embracing it. You know, you get to this point, uh, there's really no pressure on us. We're going to go out there. We're going to play hard. We're going to have fun. We're going to represent Liberty Hill the way we've been representing Liberty Hill for a long time. As far as practice and, and all that goes, it's, it's been, you know, as usual. We, we don't change what we do. We uh, done the same stuff. We haven't built this thing up because I know the community and everybody else has built it up. So we've been pretty focused in practice. Had some good practices. So we're excited about Friday. All right, Coach. Thanks for your time and good luck on Friday. The Coach's Corner, sponsored by Texas Sports Monthly. Let's get back to the AM1300 The Zone Studios and your host, Russell Dowden. All right, good stuff there, Steve, with uh, Coach Jeff Walker from Liberty Hill. And uh, they got their hands full tomorrow at 3 o'clock. You can watch that at Fox Sports Southwest. Or uh, foxsportsgo.com if, you, if you're into the streaming that's right. thing. That's uh, right. If you, can, if you can't hear it um, or see it in your local area, or maybe if you're a guy like our uh, back cover advertiser Eric Rourke up there in Durango, uh, Eric, you can if you're listening, which I know you are, you can tune in to FoxSportsGo.com. And coach, you pro- coach probably knows that anyway. But yeah, but but uh, yeah, we can watch those games online as well. So that's a good point um, for listening on- online that way if you're into that because you can stream these games these days and, and yeah. get tuned in. I stream all my sports nowadays. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Well, I caught the. Uh, the Liberty Hill game last week was carried by K-Mac and those guys at Vibe, so I was able to hear that game on the road. Uh, you know, we couldn't go to that one with the, uh, the 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 way the schedule lined up, but yeah, good good stuff streaming. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Liberty Hill playing La Vega tomorrow. Uh, big game. These are two teams that are rather familiar with each other. Uh, as I said on when on the year of Coach Walker, uh, they were in the same district as recently as last year and have played four times over the last three seasons. Uh, problem is the Pirates have won all four of those games. Um, they beat them last season during the year uh, during the season, thirty three eighteen, and then again in the playoffs twenty eight eighteen. That was the Region Four final, and then they also beat them in the two thousand sixteen regular season thirty four twenty, and the two thousand fifteen playoffs six zero in overtime. So La Vega kind of has their number, and I, I wonder how that might play into it. You know, when like you, me and my brother used to play Risk oh, a lot yeah. growing up, you know, <laughs> and he'd always beat me at Risk. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point where like. Every time we played, I was beaten before it even started, you know, because I was just so psyched out. Hopefully, Liberty, I mean, Liberty Hills, they're in the state championship, okay? They've won a lot of games. And that redistricting, here. that whole, the being, being that things got switched up, that's how come they ended up meeting. Yeah, now they're meeting in state. In the state you know, very so. interesting how it came out like this. And uh, also, the two teams, um, they both love to run the ball. I mean, it is going to be a tough physical game. Liberty Hill, like we've said, they run the ball 95% of the time. Um, they've rushed for over seven thousand yards and ninety nine touchdowns this season. Seven thousand oh, yards, seven thousand, unreal. So, dude. so Kyle Harrison has obviously two twenty two, twenty five hundred, twenty seven hundred, and thirty nine of those touchdowns. But then he also got Shane Gonzalez, who's got yeah. he's got a thousand and thirteen. And here's the guy who really stepped up last week. They have a yeah. sophomore named Blake Simpson who kind of came out of nowhere. They had a buck fifty or more last week. Yeah, he had one ninety two and yeah. two touchdowns was, on twenty two totes. I was telling my dad earlier they had two. Three backs in that game. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, it was Gonzalez. Gonzalez and... Did they all three go over a hundred? Yeah, I, yeah, I believe so. That's and, amazing. But yeah, Simpson. You know, he only had uh, he had, didn't have a carry in either of the two games previously, 
and he only had seven playoff carries entering the game, and then they ended up giving him the rock, and he was a he was a big reason they went and won that game. You well, know, I heard earlier in the week, you know, they've been talking on all week long going into the championships on Fox Sports Southwest that. I mean, they said that that Liberty Hill team's the number one running offense in the country right now. That's so unbelievable. That, that's really for a four A team just north of Austin here. Uh, that's they they really know how to run that awesome. ball in Liberty Hill. They man. should get a trophy for that. that that's something <laughs> else. The thing is, Laveca runs the ball pretty well too. So they have over five thousand yards rushing on the year. Oh my! So I mean, so that's that's, that's not seven thousand. Twelve thousand plus rushing yards for these two teams competing. Tomorrow. I mean, that's over three hundred a game for Laveca. You know, so they're 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 used to this kind of game. We we talked about how uh, uh, Liberty Hill can be tough to defend for some of these spread teams. Mm-hmm. For Laveca, though, that, that's what they see in practice every day. You know, it's not going to be too much of an adjustment for them but also not too much of an adjustment what's their studs name number 27 for uh, john richards the senior yeah, running senior, back man. yeah he, he is he ran all over guys last week he, he's the leader of of the pirate rushing attack he's fast physical really good vision he's in the playoffs so far he's rushed for 789 yards and 12 touchdowns but then they have two other guys uh quay walter and elisha cummings who are also over a thousand yards so mm-hmm. just like liberty hill there are multiple guys you got to keep your eye on on. Uh, you got to watch out for the misdirection. Um, going to be a very interesting game. I, I think the keys to this game are going to be three things. Three things: being the more physical team, because that's what these two teams like to do. I mean, that, that's their game is being more physical. Two, limiting mistakes, as Coach Walker said. And three, and this kind of goes in with with being more physical, but getting stops. Mm-hmm. I mean, both these offenses, they they do what they do. They're going to get theirs. So the defense is going to have to get some stops. And I, it's funny. I remember the first week on this show, I told everyone, I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to be a total <laughs> homer on this show all season. And I really actually haven't been that really at all. I mean, I picked against Westlake. I picked against Texas Tech a few times. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it. But I think I'm going to pick against Liberty Hill today, Russell. Are you? I'm and not. It's, it's because of two things. I said those are the three keys. Physicality, limiting mistakes, getting stops. And I think in, in the departments of getting stops and limiting mistakes, I think La Vega has an edge in those two departments. Defensively, La Vega's defense is only giving up 15 points per game on the year, 11 in the playoffs. Liberty Hill's giving up 22 during the season, 24 in the playoffs. So that's a touchdown better during the season and almost two touchdowns better in the playoffs. I is... just haven't seen anybody stop that running game from Liberty Hill, so we'll, that's 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 a battle of the defense. This is a defensive game. It, it is. I mean, in La Vega, they stomped all over Decatur last week, 53-0. Now, Decatur was kind of a Cinderella story. They actually they were a 4-6 during the regular season and just kind of went on this big playoff run. They weren't... Uh, they weren't Carthage, obviously. They weren't the, the Carthage team that Liberty Hill had to beat. What is the passing situation like for that offense in La Vega? Uh, they I throw mean, the ball. Uh, guy did not write down the quarterback's name. Uh, it's Aura or something. He's a yeah. young kid. Uh, they throw the ball more. Again, so they Liberty, probably throw it a little more than Liberty yeah, Hill. Yeah, Liberty Hill's only thrown the ball 36 times <laughs> all season. You know, yeah. um, I'm pretty sure the, the, the La Vega quarterback is just over 100 passing attempts on the year. So they're a little more prone. To uh, look, look, they're a little more comfortable in third and long, you know, than than Liberty Hill might be. Um, but uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough Those game. Those boys I mean, are gonna be bruised on both sides of the ball. Oh after yeah, that game. I mean it's gonna be that's a, a brutal game. Oh, it, it's gonna be survival of the fittest. You know, <laughs> this is this is where weight room comes into play. Yeah. This is and this is where mental toughness comes into play because you're just gonna be banged up. You know, you're you're gonna be hurt. 
And which, which which team is more comfortable playing hurt? That's what'd what we're you, gonna find what'd out. What did you think about Carl Harrison earlier in the week last week calling out Carthage and, and, and guaranteeing the win? I haven't heard anything crazy like that's, that. That's cool, man. That's, you should you should be that's thinking competi- that way. That's a competitive it's, edge. It's man. about being confident, yeah. you know. Like being confident is just very important in sport. Like if you are, are the kind of person who, who gets scary, if you are a fearful person, you're not gonna make it in sports. No, no you're that's not why I didn't make it in sports. I was scared. <laughs> No. I was scared. No, I wasn't that scared. But, but uh, it's yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. And and, and talking to uh, you know, we're going to have the player of the week interview coming out of the commercial break. And yeah, I talked you to, get the, who was uh, Jake Lipazinski? Uh huh. I believe was the name. We were talking about pronouncing names before the show. I believe it was Lipazinski. Um, and he seems very confident. You know, we talked we talked about how they about their offense. Josh Lipazinski. Lipazinski. Ah, yeah. there we go. Number yeah, yeah. fifty, the center. Yes, the starting center. Yeah. And he he seems very confident too. Mm-hmm. He didn't go out and uh, guarantee a win or anything like that. But he he's not scared of LaVega or anything like that. So and that's the mentality you gotta have. You gotta believe you can win. I mean, if you don't believe you can win, what are you even doing out there? I was a big trash talker in basketball and football. Were you? I talked so much <laughs> junk. And it was like a, it was just something that you do to get an edge for yourself. And I think when I was you know, trash talking as a point guard at Lanier High School, I just uh, – it was a way to elevate my game and maybe elevate the players around me. And that was something that I would do. And I'm sure that – Anybody that's a trash talker uh, can speak to that, and, and, and you know it just elevates your own game. It does, you know. I I, I try I try to keep it. Cl- First of all, I'm not good at trash talk, so I, <laughs> I shouldn't be trash. And second of all, I, I guess if I was good at trash talk, I'd probably trash talk more. If I had something to back it up, you know, I trash talk more. But I know who I am, so I just keep it classy. But also, you know, I'm not a. I don't know. I'm gonna say something. Eh, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. I I think a true competitor. I think a true competitor wants to beat their opponent with them playing at their best too. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't like I know some people that they love getting into opponents' heads, you know, and that's part of their game and they try to lower lower the other guy by getting their heads. But if you're a true competitor, weird opinion here, true competitors don't want to decompete their opponent. Their opponent. You don't want to beat Michael Jordan when he's got the flu. You want to beat him yes, when he's doing exactly, really good. Right? Exactly. <laughs> but back to this La Vega Liberty Hill game again. I, I think La Vega just has the edge on defense. That they have some dudes on defense. All right. Senior linebacker Jared Rogers has been a fixture on this team since his freshman year. All right. He was Super Sentex Defensive Player of the Year last year. That's the Waco Tribune Herald, you know, mm-hmm. award or area sort of. In his career, he has 634 tackles over his career. 29 tackles for a loss, 11 sacks, 11 interceptions, 8 forced fumbles, 6 fumbles recoveries, and 4 defensive touchdowns. This guy is a stud. Yeah, when they won state in 2015, this guy is a freshman was a pretty key player for them. And then also in defensive line, they got DeMar Hayes. He's, he, is a te- he is a terror on the front four. They, and they are terrifying. Their whole front four is terrifying. But DeMar Hayes, he had a hit on the Decatur quarterback last week that since has gone viral. I mean, he just uh-huh. leveled them, man. I mm-hmm. mean, go look it up. DeMar Hayes hit on Decatur. 6'4", 210-pound senior. Man, I just I don't know. And then also I, I said the other thing that uh that I think La Vega is better at right now is limiting mistakes. Liberty Hill, this has kind of gone unreported or under the radar, but Liberty Hill has coughed the ball up seven times in the last two games. Now they luckily haven't... they only lost two of those seven fumbles. So it just, it didn't really cost them the way it could have. But mm-hmm. seven fumbles in the last two games. They gotta clean that up. Yeah, that's true. They did, I recall that those fumbles in those games. And both teams turned it over in that game 
last week yeah. quite a few times, actually. But, but you know, huge win, though. I mean, if you can beat Carthage, you can beat anybody. Yeah, and I don't know enough about that La Vega team as much as you've researched, but, I mean, just I just like what I've seen from them so far, and I, I'm going to go ahead and pick with them uh, for this game, and I'm just hoping they win just so we have a Central Texas team <laughs> that, that wins something this year. It's been a while since the Lake Travis victory in 2016. That was the yeah. last time uh, anybody around here has won it. But hats off to, you know, what a great year for Central Texas football. I oh, mean, man, it was these, awesome. Uh, these three teams, the, the Texas Sports Monthly has a new art. It just comes out today. Um, you can pick those up uh, at all your HEBs on, uh, tomorrow morning. But there was a story one of our guys did on uh, – and then there was three. And that article is just about those last three teams that were in that last week in, in, in Lake Travis, um, Westlake, and Liberty Hill. So, I mean um, – but a lot of teams made it into the playoffs. And just a good run for um, – Vandergriff, Hutto, oh, Georgetown, man. a lot of great teams this uh, season. Leander Glenn winning district in their first year of varsity football. <laughs> That's a good like, story. Get you some. Get yeah. you some, Grizzlies. I mean, look, as someone that grew up here, this is my second year where I've been kind of in the high school football scene in Austin covering it from a media standpoint. It's just been so awesome. Yeah. I mean, the, the, everyone, I've seen so many great games the last few years, so many outstanding efforts, teams that are well-coached, teams that are talented, kids that are really putting it all on the line every Friday night, and I'm just, uh, I'm so proud, you know, and, and I'm really glad that Liberty Hill uh, made it to state. Um, and, and, you know, for, for Westlake and Lake Travis, you did not let us down. All no. right, There is no shame in going to the state semis and losing the teams you lost to. And for the other teams, I mean, Ch Chase Griffin, Godspeed, brother. Godspeed. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what you do in a Chip Kelly offense. And uh, what Jason Dean did at Georgetown, getting the Eagles the third round of the playoffs. Vandergriff did, going undefeated at 6A in just their third year as a 6A program. Um, just unbelievable. And, you know, we said we decided last week to claim Mason. So, Mason yeah, Punchers, yeah. one state this morning. Yeah, yeah the they New won State Lions. over there. We should, did we claim Mason or we We not? did. I, I am claiming you Mason. You claimed Mason. I'm I don't know that Mason. I did or didn't, but we, we claim Mason anyway. That's fine. And congratulations to uh, that team. And they are the Punchers. The Punchers, yes. The Punchers uh, punched a, their second a, a state victory title. in their second state championship. So, congratulations to them this afternoon. That happened earlier. And, again, congratulations to that. Chase Griffin, 4,051 yeah. passing yards this season. Unreal. I think 51. TDs. He was named Gatorade Texas High School Football Player of the Year the yeah, other week. So I believe it. Uh, un unbelievable, man. They they were <laughs> that offense was really fun to watch. And, and Chooks, he'll be playing at Texas Tech as a preferred walk on next year. DJ Baptist, Caleb Forrest. I, don't, I think Caleb Forrest is going like FCS. I think and DJ Baptist. I'm not sure what his, what his what's going on with him. What his future uh, is, but he was an outstanding player as well. And uh, it's just, again, having grown up here, too, it just means extra more to me. But Austin Area High School football has never been better, and yeah. it's not slowing down anytime soon, Russell. No, and it's it's definitely uh, got picking up more interest in it. The 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 fandom in high school football at, at this time and stage of things is, is just really hot right now. Congratulations also to Garrett Wilson, also pr pr um Presented with the Dream Champion Award at the Army All-American Bowl right there. Uh, of course, the Ohio State commit moving on to, to... Garrett Wilson is my fancy football sleeper for 2020. I'm already... <laughs> 2021 fancy ball sleeper, Garrett Wilson. Hey, that's, that's, not, that's, that's a good plan to have. Like, kids going places. 
Thursday night edition of the Friday Night Countdown, and we'll be back. We'll talk a little more high school football and maybe a little Sugar Bowl action here in the next break as well. So stick around for our Player of the Week, brought to you by G10 Academy. We'll be back on the other side, AM 1300, The Zone. Jason's Deli Westlake welcomes you every day at 3300 Bee Caves Road. It serves bigger choices of better food for all four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and football. Feeding school spirit, it's a family thing. Visit jasonsdeli.com. Someday, you'll be chatting around a large granite island. Someday, you'll have that home with an open floor plan and an outdoor fireplace. Someday. Wait, why can't someday be today? At Dree's Custom Homes, our sales event is here. Homes in the Austin area from $400,000 to $1 million. Visit treeshomes.com. The Friday Night Countdown is sponsored by Dirty Martin's Comeback Burgers on the Drag. Serving up great-tasting burgers, fries, and shakes on the 40 acres since 1926. Come on by Saturdays for the game and check out our cold draft beers on tap and the selection from the full bar. If you bleed orange on Saturdays, bring the family on down to Dirty Martin's for a comeback burger and enjoy some hot onion rings or a frosty milkshake. That's Dirty Martin's on Guadalupe, a Longhorn tradition since 1926. Texas Sports Monthly is available in Austin at over 400 locations around town. With player profiles, coaches interviews, color action photos, in-depth coverage of high school, college, football, and the NFL. The largest free sports publication in Austin, Texas Sports Monthly, gives you a closer look at the sports in Central Texas. While football is the main attraction on the menu this season, there's also coverage of local soccer, Texas volleyball, MMA, Austin Spurs basketball, baseball, water and motorsports, and action in the Big 12. Available at all Little Woodrow's, Twin Peaks, Third Base, Dirty Martin Burgers, Randall's Grocery, HEB, and most Thundercloud subs. Can't find a magazine? Read online at TexasSportsMonthly.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All sports, all Texas, all month. That's Texas Sports Monthly. Austin Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Dr. Kelso is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in arthroscopic surgery, knees, and shoulders. He will keep you active and in the game. Book your appointment today. Call 512-339-0440. Tire of the hustle and bustle of Central Texas, or maybe you're looking for that summer vacation getaway. Whatever it is that brings you into Southwest Colorado, let Eric Rourke coach you into the right property. A proud member of the Texas High School Coaches Association, he's a proud Texan coaching Texans to their new Colorado dream home, specializing in real estate needs that include residential, commercial, ranch, and resort properties, accommodating your outdoor lifestyle experience, whether it's biking, hiking, golf, fishing, or skiing. Whether it's your summer house or your new dream house, visit Eric Rourke. G10 Academy, Austin's premier sports training facility. The staff here at G10 believe that with the right level of commitment combined with a highly detailed, regimented science-based training plan, we can physically and mentally change your athlete in a way that could notably improve the quality of your athlete's athletic career with enhancement in speed, agility slash jump training, advanced core development, functional strength, flexibility, nutritional guidance, and confidence. G10 Academy and Coach Granson have had the pleasure to train several of the Austin area's top varsity athletes and want to add you to our family. Please call Coach Granson at 512-953-8465 or visit our website g10academy.com or come by our state-of-the-art facility to visit in person. G10 Academy, train like a champion today. 
Hey, it's Andrew. Join me as we go off the rails on the South of Sanity podcast. We break down the biggest sports stories and give you hot takes other sports hosts are too scared to say. We have guests, opinions, and a podcast unlike any other. Do you like your sports a little crazy? Download the South of Sanity podcast now on AM 1300 The Zone or your iHeartRadio app today. AM 1300 The Zone. The Friday Night Countdown Player of the Week, brought to you by G10 Academy, Austin's premier sports training academy. This is Stephen Ryan. I got senior center Josh Lopazinski of Liberty Hill with me this week. Josh, y'all just beat a Carthage team that had won 40 games in a row and back-to-back state titles. How were y'all able to pull that off, and how much confidence does that give y'all going into your state championship game this Friday against Lake La Vega? Well, we worked hard for months and years. You know, we've We've known we'd end up in games like this sooner or later. We knew we could do it. You know, we bought our tail ends off and we gave everything we had. We know that we could take down the Vega team because we're better than we've ever been and we'll keep getting better every, every day in practice. Josh, when you line up on offense, everyone knows what you're going to do. You run the ball 95% of the time and have thrown only 36 passes on the season. But still, no one can really stop it. Y'all have rushed for more than 7,000 yards and 99 touchdowns. How come your offense is so effective while being so one-dimensional in a pass-run way? Well, even though they, even though they know we're probably going to run it, they don't know where it's going to go. And all the misdirection and different plays that we run are throwing their whole defense off and they don't know what's going on in front of them. It looks pretty confusing on film up, up in the stands, but once you're on the field, it's way more misdirection and confusion out, out there. Josh, last question. How pumped are you to play in the state championship this Friday? And describe to me what the atmosphere around the school and community has been like this week. Oh, it's just awesome. We're having the time of our lives and it's only going to get better. You know, we plan on winning this game and taking home that title and, and being state champions. Josh, thanks for your time. Good luck on Friday. The Friday Night Countdown Player of the Week, brought to you by G10 Academy. Train like a champion. Let's get back to the AM1300 The Zone Studios and your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to Thursday edition of the Friday Night Countdown. Uh, good stuff. Young man seems pretty confident yeah. moving forward, and you gotta you gotta be when you're. Uh, you 14 have to and be one? 14? 13 and one. 13. They had one rain out. One game got canceled. Oh, but that's right. Yeah, I mean, their only loss is to Hutto in overtime. <laughs> so why, why would you not be confident now? I know they, that's one of the things that they talked about uh, on Fox Sports Southwest, how they had the one loss they had was against a 5A. overtime. An overtime a, game against 5A Hutto, um, who was not, you know, they were pretty darn good this year, Hutto. Look, and those kids grow up. Liberty Hill's got tradition, all right? Those kids mm-hmm. grow up expecting to win. Well, they're going to end up playing up uh, here next year yes. or the coming years. I mean, that's one of the things one of my advertisers from that uh from the magazine uh, was yeah. asking me. I think it was the guys over at Dahlia Cafe. Where everybody everybody eats at Dahlia Cafe in <laughs> Liberty Hill, and uh, uh, they were saying, "Yeah, you know what's going to happen when they eventually, you know, the community's getting bigger, and they probably are going to be five A within yeah. a year or two. I well, don't know what's going to happen. Is that's going to be one boss five A well, district? That's, that's what going to be. That would, they be. would they be in there with Hutto and Georgetown? No, or no, because they go up. They go five. They'd go D two first. So they'd be okay. with like Leander Glenn. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, they'd probably be in that district. Oh, I would have to think. kill that. District. So they'd probably still be in good shape, actually. Yeah, they'd, they'd be, still be in really good yeah, shape. Yeah, they'll be like Dripping Springs. Uh, yeah. you know, still doing in the driver, still in the driver's seat for most of the year in that district. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, hats off to to the Liberty Hill community. If you pick up a copy of Texas Sports Monthly this weekend, Steve, and for the listeners, um, there's a great interview with uh, uh, that you did with uh, uh, Kyle Harrison that's in the magazine. Special shout out to some of the sponsors for Liberty Hill: GK Pools, um, Remax Town and Country. Uh, they're supportive of this team. PNR Propane, the Farmers Insurance, the McCoy Agency out there, Dahlia Cafe. Those are all guys supporting Liberty Hill football uh, there at that in that community, and and they're still supporting them. You know, all the way up there tomorrow. A lot of these, a lot of these families have kids that are on that that team, and it's a big deal. And you're a four A, three A school, and your schools goes to the championship. And the community is such an important part of it. You know, these mm-hmm. kids. They, they, it starts with the parents, you know. It starts with the parents teaching these kids what's right, teaching these kids how to work hard. And without that, you know, these coaches wouldn't have anything to mold. You know, you got to have some good clay to play <laughs> with. You know, you got to have a good deck of cards to play play with. And uh, you know that that is that is a community of good people, uh, and a lot of, a lot of communities of good people here in Austin. But but Liberty Hill, they, they raise them right. I mean, Jeff Walker's told me before. He was like, we just get the right kind of kids. Yeah. That, that's a big part of it. Is the kids that come into our program, they they know what to do. They know how to work hard. And they want to win, yeah. and uh, and they have a great feeder program that teaches those kids from a young age. They get you know at, at youth football, yeah, and and they football's big in that community, just like it is in a lot of Central Texas communities. As someone that's wrapped youth football, mm-hmm. it's it's no it's no coincidence that the best youth football teams typically become the best high school football teams as well Uh, and the the not so good youth football teams i'm not gonna (laughs) name names but you know (laughs) last year no that was last year it was the year before last i did uh i was um the stadium announcer for the junior mavericks which was the feeder team and the uh um ayf or uh, was it a youth it's one of the youth footballs um, but um i had a lot of fun doing that the junior math team did go to the championship game and lose, but wow. but uh, that was a lot of fun. That's where it all uh, starts. Just being on the, uh, just doing calling the games from the field, but it does start. That's where with it all. You know, I, I've been told. You know, uh, Garrett Gilbert's dad, mm-hmm. when Garrett Guru was coming through, uh, uh, I, I've been told that he took that LT, uh, the the Lake Travis Youth Football, mm-hmm. and brought this new seriousness to it that they hadn't had before. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been told that that was a big reason Lake Travis football took off was Garrett Gilbert's dad mm-hmm. really taking over the youth football program there and 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 taking that to a new level. Well, LTYF is big into their. Uh, I mean, they run ads with us and what we're doing. We're supportive of what they do. Same thing for Westlake has the Westlake Football Academy mm-hmm. out there. Which you're for, for, for you're familiar with, uh, but they get these kids going very early on, and and it, it's no no uh, no doubt that they they end up with strong football programs. But um, good stuff in this up, upcoming issue of Texas Sports Monthly. Any given Friday is an article that one of the mothers, uh, Carrie Wooten, um, is a mother. Steve, that uh, her son is a I think an alignment um, for Vandegrift, and oh, okay. she had a cool article that she wanted to contribute. Just talks about any. Given given Friday and what the parents in the community do oh, preparing so much, so preparing for a Friday it. night a lot of stuff goes on yes. putting from you know getting tea making hot dogs or burgers or catfish if you're right. in dripping springs <laughs> you know uh, so just a lot of cool stuff in this last uh, kind of high school salute issue of Texas Sports Monthly. And uh, uh, please pick those up if you're interested in that. Uh, and high school football in um, in Central Texas, pick up a, a copy of that uh, at your HEBs this weekend. Um, 
recapping the show this year. What are you highs, lows? What have you had uh, uh, in our seventeen shows here? On well, who's our, who are we going to call our MVP? Who's our Austinary MVP for for, 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 for high school? I, I, I'm going to go Chase Griffin. I got to go Chase Griffin. Wilson would be up there too, but Wilson missed some time with that injury. So Chase yeah. Griffin, uh, yeah, I think you're a Friday right. Friday night countdown. I MVP. would agree. Yeah, I would agree. And again, if we go over those stats, which are covered here in the book, uh, four thousand fifty-one passing yards in twelve games, fifty-one touchdowns in his career. Chase Griffin of Hutto, the UCLA commit has thrown for 11,093 yards wow. and thrown for 123 touchdowns as a Hutto Hippo. And uh, Coach about, Chip Kelly's going to have fun with this kid. How about Here's a good one. We could debate this one. Coach of the year. I think there's a lot of good candidates for this. I mean, oh, Drew wow. Sanders of Vandergriff going yeah, undefeated. Yeah, I was going to say Drew Sanders. Rob Shanefeld at Leander Glenn. Um, we can't. I mean, we can't take for granted what Todd Dodge and Hank Carter do year after year after year. No. Coach Walker's got Liberty Hill in state. A lot of good candidates. I'd say uh, Drew Sanders. You say Sanders. That, that, I would yeah. say. I would say just for that, that ten team, and for, ten and zero going 0. going that deep. And uh, and that's a team that's just what you can tell they're just well coached. You know what I mean? They're not. I mean, I'm not. They have talent, but it's not like oozing out or anything like that. You well, that know? that football. There's no Garrett Wilsons on that team. That right? football program is in good shape. They're in with, very with good Coach shape. With Coach Sanders over there, they're in very um, good shape. Taylor Anderson's numbers this year. Um, I had 14 games, 31 TDs, uh, threw for 2,328 yards, and of course he went down. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. With that how about injury. how about defensive player of the year? Who'd be your defensive player of the year? Oh, I got to say maybe that Spencer Jones over Spencer there. Spencer Jones, in, yeah, in yeah. He's he's a stud. Heading to Army, man. Yeah, that's he, where he's going. Army. Yeah, he's going to Army. That's something else. Hmm, defensive player of the year. Who else was a monster? Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm just going to go David Neal oh, for Westlake. West, Westlake, you know, he he was money, man. Yeah, but so was the linebacker. Uh, uh, yeah, Jake Ellinger. Ellinger. Had a, had a big uh, game. Westlake had a monster defense, especially in their linebacker core. Uh, I, I definitely think Tony Salazar is assistant coach of the year. Mm-hmm. The Frank Broyles Award of, of Austin area mm-hmm. high school football. I wonder where that guy's that guy's going to get a head coaching job this offseason. Well, that guy's, I don't know where, but he, he's going to be a head coach next year. If Dodge ever lets go of him. Uh, hey, money talks. Money talks, man. <laughs> it may not be up to Dodge. Coach yeah. Dodge on that one. Hudson Card this year. Uh, the Lake Travis Jr. standout. Throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson all this, all this year. Um, and I, these may be off. Just because I may not have had those stats from last weekend's game, uh-huh. but my stats had him for thirty three hundred and seventy six yards, fourteen games, forty nine touchdowns, and only three picks. Wow! Uh, and I know those numbers are a little off, Steve, because that didn't that did not include the North Shore game stats yeah. last week. So uh, you know another player we got to mention. He he would be in. He would have to be a finalist for MVP. Oh, absolutely! Uh, no, no. One guy we haven't mentioned is Ryan O'Keefe of Round Rock. Just put up oh, unbelievable yeah. numbers week after week after week. He will be going to UCF as an athlete. I think they're going to have him play cornerback. Um, is is what he's is what they're saying he's going to play. But uh, man, he just I kept on waiting for him to slow down, and he just <laughs> wouldn't do it. And you know when they lost in the playoffs, uh, who'd they lose to? They lost in the playoffs. One of those Houston schools. The coaches were going up to him after the game, being like, "Son, good game." <laughs> you know, like, y'all, you put a lot of scare into it. Just us. a lot of talent in Central Texas football. It has been a heck of a year. Uh, a lot of fun here. And this is, we got less than a minute left on the show, Steve. It's been, it's flown by. What are going to be our last words? 
What are we going to say? I don't know. Uh, may, the, may the force be with you. <laughs> I don't know, but hopefully some good luck is with the Longhorns and the Sugar Bowl. They're going to need it against Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but yeah. I'm gonna. I'm definitely uh, get a. You know, say shout out to Liberty Hill. That game is at three o'clock tomorrow on Fox Sports Southwest. So check that out, guys. Thank you, Steve, for being a great co-host and contributor to Texas Sports Monthly all season. Hey, thanks for the advertisers, the station, you opportunities. It was a fun time, man. Been, been great stuff. Uh, good luck to Liberty Hill tomorrow. It's been the Friday Night Countdown on The Zone. See you next year. Want sports at home? It's as easy as, okay, Google, play AM 1300 The Zone on iHeartRadio. Wells Branch Remodeling is proud to support Central Texas high school football. Wells Branch Remodeling is known for quality bathrooms, kitchen, and bathroom makeovers, painting, flooring, windows, decks, and fencing work. You dream it, we make it come true. Locally owned and operated. Call for a free quote today. That's Wells Branch Remodeling, 512-662-2194 or online at wellsbranchremodeling.com. The Friday Night Countdown is sponsored by Absolute Propane, offering cylinder filling station, propane cylinder transportation, storage, and use. Absolute honesty, absolute integrity, absolute passion, absolute propane in all that we do. That's Absolute Propane. Visit online at absolutepropane.com. Go Roberts Power Wash is a proud sponsor of Texas high school football. Specializing in residential driveways, walkways, solar panels, pools, cars, boats, fences, gutters, and grills. Commercially, Go Roberts Power Wash also supports parking lots, sidewalks, patios, fences, roof gutters, marinas, boats, cars, and more. Visit online at GoRobertsPowerWash.com. That's GoRobertsPowerWash.com. Jason's Deli Westlake welcomes you every day at 3300 Bee Caves Road. It serves bigger choices of better food for all four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and football. Feeding school spirit, it's a family thing. Visit jasonsdeli.com. Someday, you'll be chatting around a large granite island. Someday, you'll have that home with an open floor plan and an outdoor fireplace. Someday. Wait, why can't someday be today? At Dree's Custom Homes, our sales event is here. Homes in the Austin area from $400,000 to $1 million. Visit DreesHomes.com.